0: What can I say? It's Uncle Sus. journey our wonderful time making youtube videos and art in china i am emily and with me in the background here is peter i am and we are coming to live to tape from the beautiful whoop studios in lujo sichuan china it's a beautiful cold night here in lujo and uh we're talking to you tonight, we're going to talk about several things, but I think our big discussion is going to be about how to wrap up an artistic practice for the day. When your work is done, how do you how do you put that away? Um, but as always, not as always, this week new, we have five segments for you. One, I forget, no, one is How's Your Uncle, where we just check in to, with our actual life in China our second is Conducting business where we talk about kind of the logistics of running a YouTube channel and all the -the behind-the-scenes Boring work that we do to get that done then is commentary where we kind of go through each of our videos and tell you the kind of Behind the scenes of how they got made and our new segment this week. I'm calling homeschool film school for now um, which is A a more general look at our creative process and that's where we'll talk about what the the end of the day's work and how how we the routines we have around that and then finally we bring it home with watch it a recommendation of other media that we've enjoyed this week Um, so yeah that's the show let's get it started with how's your uncle How's your uncle? He's fine. (laughs) This is the last week of my Chinese New Year vacation. Tomorrow I go back to work and tomorrow I go into the police to renew my residence permit. So that's very exciting. Um, That might take a day, might take two days. Um, And then, you know, I'll be teaching at school, so that's all. That's all wrapping up the vacation stuff. So I've been kind of just enjoying my time. In the last week of vacation, I went out to the park. I've gone to the cafe a couple of days to do some writing. I've been practicing my Chinese, which is great. Um, I've been focusing a lot on reading and writing because that's hard. I'm not so good at that, so I've been specifically. I have this podcast I listen to that analyzes a conversation and so... The exercise I've been trying this week is listening to the conversation and then trying to write it down, um, which is hard. But I think I'm getting better even in the couple times I've done it this week. So, hooray for me. And, yeah, so I'll be going back to school, um, which is, that's my job. I go to school. I teach kindergarten. So that's you start
1: classes tomorrow, or do you have to go to the police station the whole day?
0: Well... That's, as you know, um, (laughs) I cannot say for sure how long the police station will take my manager, who's also American but has been living over here for a while, um, astutely built-in time for if we forget documents or extra documents are needed by surprise. Um, So in my mind, I've kind of blocked out all of tomorrow for the police And then the next day we'll go do yours at the police because Peter's Peter's visa depends on my visa. So mine has to get done first.
1: Now, haven't we noticed a a streamlining in their office system? So maybe it doesn't take that
0: long. That's true. I will say that that's a very good point. It's so exciting. (laughs) I mean, it really makes a difference that in the last year... The, the procedures around foreign residence permits have really been streamlined. This is a different discussion. <laughs> I just realized no Chinese bureaucracy ah. talk is our rule, and I was just about to get into lots of details that are not interesting.
1: <laughs> not too much, but...
0: But I, th- I think something that has been noticeable is that there has been a real effort to make this stuff more organized, and so... Yeah, the last time Peter and I saw the police, just for to check in to say we're still here, because we have to do that sometimes. Um, that was a visit that generally took like half an hour, and this took ten minutes, five minutes. At least minutes. a half
1: an hour. Sometimes it's like been... On an oh hour. yeah, sometimes it's when if, it was
0: long, it took a long time. If, but this time we were just in and out. and Yeah,
1: we signed a couple of pieces of paper and that was it.
0: And actually they had to sign a couple extra pieces of paper so we don't have to go back for a while, which is, like, great for them and great for us because it's a pain in the butt.
1: Yeah, we used to have to sit there and, and... Well, if everyone was back from lunch, which would sometimes take a long time... Yeah. Then... We they would have to find their papers, print things out, find how where in their programs that they should be typing stuff into, break out some rulers, rip some paper, right. go to some other folders. <laughs> it took forever.
0: Yeah, it took it took a very long time to say, "Yep, that's still us, and we're still here." So we're like, we're pretty pleased with the new system. Um, yeah, tomorrow's a slightly different process than what we've been doing, but hopefully. They also have hit the, the streamlining trend.
1: They moved down the hall in offices, so to a bigger office. That oh yeah, all, they
0: have a nicer that office. That can only be a better Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys deserve the best office. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's I'm I'm so not excited about my my couple days of Chinese bureaucracy Bar- bureaucracy. But that's part of the deal of living in China. Um, and I've I've had a really enjoyable month long vacation. I would not say so I'm ready to get back to work because <laughs> I feel like we've hit a good groove here. I I have like I go do my exercise on these days and I do my Chinese and I've been playing the ukulele more and writing. I have to sneeze. <laughs> hot
1: hot walk crazy. by parks.
0: Yeah, it's just been and the weather most not most days, but many days has been like pretty nice, so we've been able to get outside even. The actual um, holiday.
1: Like the three main first holiday. Yeah, it was days.
0: gorgeous. It was actual gorgeous blue sky days. Open the
1: windows, days. air the air everything out.
0: Yeah, aired out the duvets. <laughs> <laughs> Take advantage. You gotta do it when you can. But yeah, so it's been a really good vacation. I wish there was more vacation because I got a lot to do, um, and work gets in the way. But work provides us a reason to be here, so that's that's that. So, yeah, vacation's over, going back to school tomorrow, um, good times. That's how your uncle is. <laughs> um, so let's move on to conducting business. Hit it. Um, okay, so, as we've mentioned a couple times, the vlog channel, Hello Foreigner, is currently posting our legacy projects, our our archival projects that we moved over from from this channel. All Uh, of last year's work. Yeah, so, and we are putting up a weekly brand new video in the giraffe head. Um, so you, there is new content going up every week, but um, two out of three now is...
1: So we have two old videos and then uh, a, essentially a blog.
0: Yeah. Um, her. But we're using this hiatus to do like a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And one of those things is we are overhauling our website, which Ooh. I really do like doing. Um I don't, I don't square space. I coded my own website and it looks exactly almost like I wanted to. (laughs) Um, and we did have a discussion, like why have a website at all in this day and age? And I think there's many reasons to, even if, even if like social media takes the place of so much of the kind of information that we share with one another, Um, First of all, having our own website, I actually am in more control of what information I am sharing and what information I am not sharing. Um, But also, I think, you know, we are, our primary product, our primary output these days is on YouTube, but we're using another corporation to host and distribute our work. And they actually get quite a lot out of the deal in that they get to boast that they have like whatever seven billion hours of content uploaded every second. Um, it's a benefit for them to host our stuff for free, and it's a kind. It's also a benefit for us to get an audience, but it's it's a two-way street. Whereas our website, we are totally I pay money to a hosting service every every year and that's ours and it's not going to go away unless we want it to go away it's not going to get
1: If for some reason youtube crashes or yeah or closes goes or something. out of business yeah. yeah everything's gone yeah not for us
0: yeah so we we want to have a home that's our home and also we think it looks more professional if you are curious about hello uncle foreigner and you look it up and all you find is social media sites I don't know how other people feel about this, but when I look something up and there's not a real dedicated site that belongs specifically to that entity, it makes me think they're not as professional. Um, so I think, I think it's still pretty important to have your own website. And I also think presently we're kind of, maybe in the beginning, maybe in the middle of a, a, a storm of brewing about social media and how much control it has over the internet. Mm-hmm. And when the tide tide swings, (laughs) when the pendulum (laughs) swings, when the tide goes out on social media, um, it would be more of a pain to not have a website than to to have one.
1: It's important to have a home, especially for us wayward foreigners. Yeah,
0: and it started out. It started as a Tumblr way back when Tumblr was still kind of viable. And we started it as a way just to keep our friends and family updated about the stories of us living abroad. And then we kind of developed into something more formal. And then as the stories got bigger, we kind of wanted to have more control over layout and presentation. So I brushed up on my HTML and CSS and we we moved it to our own hosted website so that we we could play with how the content was presented. And all of this is... Also because I like, I like learning, I I like learning, I already knew it, I like programming um, to a certain extent, and so I like, I like building it, and I could definitely see like if you didn't have someone on your team who liked doing it, it would be more a pain in the butt. We definitely are not in a position where we could pay someone else to do this, so I guess I'm not... Not prescribing anything for anyone, but just for us, it made sense to have and maintain. To put it into the a lipstick. timeline,
1: also when we came over here and started blogging, it was kind of the end of blogging. So meanwhile, yeah. while everyone was just getting into vlogging, and, and we're kind of late to the the game with mm-hmm. that, like we could have came over here and started vlogging, and you know we'd be a lot further along. But we didn't have anything to say. But what we did do is we built a website. And a blog, and documented our stories that way. So we have an old school template that is stronger for us to stand on than, and definitely would would be foolish to throw away. We have to maintain it. And
0: yeah, keep it yeah, and and it is another way. I've, I've started to get spam from. SEO companies who are like, let us help you improve your traffic to Hello Uncle Foreigner. So we're at least doing well enough to get noticed by those kinds of people. And every once in a while, I'll get an email from the web, like they uh, found your website and blah, blah, blah. Um, Definitely, especially if people look up Lujo, we own Lujo on Google. So I've met uh, many people who've moved here and they're like, oh, your blog when I was thinking about moving here so it is it is another source for people to find us and it, it's 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 fun it's like, a hard game we to,
1: like having it. um managing getting found on google is the same act but a, 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 a different different muscle or whatever as doing for youtube or for instagram or facebook you right. to focus all your energy into one is like mainly what you, you have to choose one Unless you have a whole team of people, like, each working to each social
0: right, each right. branch.
1: So, uh, keeping a little bit of work on all of them yeah, is pretty helpful.
0: Yeah. And just to have our home base, like we said. Um, but, so, anyway, I'm going through the website, and we're making some cosmetic changes, because our, our look is definitely in the last year. Peter's been working a lot on the way on our, our branding. <laughs> Um, so we put like the logo up. We've matched our fonts across the board. Um, we don't really have as much
1: photography, so there's a lot more art for our videos. Our yeah,
0: promise. and then structurally, we're making some changes to also one reflect the new content of the videos versus kind. Of, we used to vlog what we vlogged about, and now or what we blogged about. Blog. and what we vlog about now are thematically kind of different so we're we're restructuring our taxonomy to, to reflect that and to kind of up recirculation i want to build things at the end of each post that like send you off into other posts you've seen that if you've ever
1: called to action
0: yeah um so yeah that's what i'm i've been working on that a lot this week and it's been going well I'm um, working in Drupal if any if anyone's familiar with that which is helpful and then like super frustrating in some ways but i don't think enough people who are going to watch this video even know what Drupal is so i'm not going to go down that path
1: You want to shout out to your Drupal fans
0: <laughs> go drupal whitehouse.gov used to be designed in Drupal when Obama was president i don't, Bureaucracy. Know. I don't know what they use now Noodles and a, and a keyboard, I think. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. So that's that's our website. I've been working on it. If you want to check it out, that's HelloUncleForeigner.com. It's a little bit behind where we are today, just because we there's we're building. Pardon our dust. We're we're building, but yeah. So that's our website. It it actually we've been blah blo- blo- blogging. <laughs> blogging since we landed in 2011 so there's a lot a lot of content there if you haven't seen it before and that's the business The business yeah let's move on to commentary
1: all right we don't really have one for that so want to her up
0: okay all right so commentary is the section in which we discuss the videos that we posted this week and this week is our second week with that, we've gone to a twice a week plus one schedule. <laughs> it's a little convoluted, but so like we said up at top, uh, up at the top, we have two older videos and one brand, brand, brand new video. Um, so let's first talk about the new guy, which was expensive pants. Give me, give me the title.
1: Back away from the expensive pants.
0: Yeah, so it was my, my story of going going shopping for gym clothes, um, and you can check it out. All of our videos did quite well this week. What the numbers? Yeah, give me the numbers. Back away
1: from the pants, 45, the noodles special, 131, and la la la, na na na, I'm an English teacher, and China is 48.
0: That's good. Th- we did very well this week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Great for us. Yeah. And we're not even a month and a half fin?
0: Yeah, we got... Two or three subscribers this week?
1: Yeah,
0: I think three. So, yeah. So anyway. Lots we'll, of comments. Lots of comments. We'll get to that. Um. But pants. Um, so this is... The giraffe is, is our current vlogger persona character. And we've established now that... And the, it's still growing, but that, that we're going to tell a story. And then we have little segments at the end that actually are really great because I don't have to write anything for them. They just are like. Actually, that's not true. I wrote. I wrote half of it. <laughs> it's,
1: it's essentially a vlog, but it's yeah. just a bit of a spiffed up. Yeah,
0: prepared. we have a vlog, and then we're going to try to share with you a Taobao purchase of the week. Although this one doesn't have one, we start that next week. Is that correct? Mm, yeah. Yeah. So forget about that next uh-huh. week. Next week, there's something new coming, and then we have complaints and viewer comments um so we have this even though it's kind of structured um no even though it's kind of a loose vlog it does have a structure which makes it easier to to write for it it's as week.
1: structured as this you make a couple of points that you want to make and yeah and exactly. you sit down and you do it
0: exactly which again we talked a couple weeks about this a weeks ago about this that um the vlog is something I don't want to spend days working on for it to be worth it for us. It, it kind of has to be something like, cons- cons- from conception to recording, um, doesn't take that much time. And I, this is a format that has, I think is going to work for us. Where I just have to think of like one little, one little nugget of something that happened to me this week. And then we have, you know, we'll choose a viewer comment, which is a good way to actually bring interactivity into our, our world without pandering, I think. I mean, maybe it's a little pandering. <laughs> but it is, I like the feel of that it's like radio call and show without actually being a radio call and show. Um, and it strengthens our connection with the viewers. It's and fun and It's fun to
1: talk to the comments under the videos and then yeah. talk about them and feature them in the videos and then talk about them in the comments. Yeah. And...
0: And then complaints is just a, a something I wrote a few months ago. Of
1: don't ruin the mystique.
0: Yeah, but it's it's a written piece. <laughs> but it is like and they are complaints. They are complaints, and they're they're finished. More importantly, <laughs> so that's all. That's all kind of plug and play. When we're ready to go, we just shoot it, and it's done. And then on your side, because you are not teaching. You do have more time than me. And so in the past we kind of ran into an issue where it was like kind of lopsided that I wasn't able to keep up production enough to give you enough to work with.
1: So yeah. I
0: felt. (laughs) I felt like I was running on a treadmill trying to get stuff to you so you wouldn't be like, "Well, what's next?
1: Well, now that you have a structure that you like and enjoy doing, it's easy for you to come up with a concept of something you want to talk about get in the giraffe and just get in front of the camera and you can kind of do it easily in an yeah. afternoon. And then the rest, all the fun bits of music and animation and graphics are I have extra time so it's fun time for me to play and experiment Yeah, stuff that yeah. we're going to use at some point in our more theatrical pieces.
0: Yeah, because that is, I take about an afternoon to, to work on this each week and then Peter takes
1: It depends. A couple. If we need it to be something that's important, we could put it all out, put it on the, make, film it, think of it, film it, put it on the internet in about five hours. Yeah. Or, like, this weekend, I've taken about three days to work on it.
0: Yeah. And that has to do with, because Peter composes a score to it, um, and a a new one for each one, right? New one for
1: each one. Animation. Yeah,
0: there's some animation happening and some different
1: all oh, the different graphics and production
0: graphics yeah you get so, some filming out
1: out on the uh, on the grounds yeah so we wanted to yeah. bring that in and
0: so yeah it's a good exercise for me in conciseness. and then for peter it's a good in a different way practice of of different production techniques that we can apply in later videos so um we're we're pleased with how the giraffe vlog
1: Giraffe is treating us is well. It's
0: developing. And then our n- next post this week was the noodles. Yes. Which I expected to do well because everybody loves to talk about Chinese food. And our ch- Chinese noodles are like, you know, quintessential Chinese food. Um, it was easy to keyword for that. I, I'm sure, like, we're getting a lot of search traffic on it. And then the... The thumbnail is very attractive to look at noodles, and the, and you put it out in places.
1: Yep, yeah. You put, put it, it like it. anywhere that anyone would look up Chinese food. Or yeah,
0: so it was it was a easy sell, and yeah. it sold.
1: Essentially, um, people would say that um, that we should, if if we want success, to every week put out that exact video yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then so it not only got a lot of views but we had like 15 comments on it yeah include that includes our responses back to you yeah. but that's I think that's a conversation that's, a, that's and that's maybe the best we've done in terms of comments so ever um, so it was a good lively discussion all week and yeah so we, go, we go expected, watch the noodles if you haven't seen it <laughs> yeah go watch them Go get some noodles for lunch or dinner or breakfast. And yeah, we expected it to do well, and it did. That actual shoot, I was so sick when we did yeah, it. I had did. like a terrible cold, but we needed to get it done because our big deal thing that, that still holds true, even though now we're reposting some legacy content, is that we never missed a week. We never just didn't put a video up.
1: Even if it was a music video yeah. or a promo video or something, we've, we've at least put out one. Sometimes but, like nine or ten videos a week. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, sometimes we're insane. Um, but this one, so we shot it and I was so sick. And you, I mean, I look sick. I don't <laughs> look
1: well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm covered in flop sweat and I'm so pale.
1: It goes well, though, with the theme of super spicy noodles.
0: Yeah, I think that we adopted that in terms of, like... Go with it. (laughs) I'm sick, so I'm having a comfort lunch. Um, But what I liked about that video... I mean, I did have a lot to say about just noodles, but these three particular dishes also had, like, you know, Proustian memories for me, so it was... Like, I wanted to, to share my love of the noodles, and then I wanted to hopefully share with you the feelings I get from eating those noodles, because that, that for me, they each dish had, like, a special memory associated with it. You had stories, um, and there is
1: even video footage for each of those stories of back at the old school, or yeah. the bean noodles, or yeah, young noodles.
0: Excuse me, I'm going to blow my nose.
1: You should do that but if you were going to use it's about all that we need to say at least about those three noodle dishes yeah i don't know if there's there's more that we we couldn't do a video on that every week not only would we be just filled with noodles but
0: <laughs> right yeah i don't i don't have more noodle memories those are the three <laughs> dishes that like really mean something to me
1: maybe if we were chefs and we were learning how to cook and make noodles then yeah. you could make a whole series on it but that's about all the noodles we know,
0: yeah, but and I think it was a successful attempt to kind of use our knowledge of YouTube trends and what people like on YouTube, but adapt that to to the way that we want to tell stories so that it could could have a chance of taking off and being found in search, which is so important, but still be like stories that we're interested in and so I, I'm happy to see it do well again.
1: Hopefully it'll keep doing better. It's only been out a few days. Yeah. It's not even a, not even a week. It was out on Wednesday. Today is Sunday. Okay.
0: Yeah, so that one's still growing. Yeah,
1: that's a baby. That's a baby. It's
0: ba- baby new- but even
1: more of a baby.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday we put up la la la. Na na na. Na na na. I'm an English teacher. And this video, pure vlog. I was healthy again. Everything went well. Um, it was just a couple of things that had happened to me, or I had thought about while I was teaching English. We don't do a lot of school stories just because we're not a school blog, and it's very easy to get pigeonholed into that, I think.
1: Yeah, all it, all it takes is two or three videos yeah. that are popular of you talking about how to teach. And yeah, then and you, then you're
0: the English teacher. Yeah,
1: you're that's... you're awash with people asking, like,
0: <laughs> if I come from Schenectady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... Somehow, my advice on teaching has always opened me up to questions of like, well, I got this particular job offer. What do you think? It, like I don't have advice like that for you. <laughs> I, I can tell you like if don't, you're teaching don't come here in, illegally, yeah, don't come here illegally. That's, that's my big thing. But like the things I have to share are in Sichuan Province, the L and the N sounds get conflated and they don't in other parts of China. But I, ca- I can't offer you advice, legal advice, <laughs>
1: <laughs> or even like in Ho-Hot, I don't know how the L's or N's happen up there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I that's it doesn't I mean, ha- do. it doesn't happen like that because <laughs> that's a Sichuan thing. <laughs> but yeah, so I was inspired by some stuff that happened in my classroom, and the, I, I mean, I think that's hilarious. And Peter kept saying. We can't name the video after ladybugs, but
1: because that's, that's the, that was part of the yeah the story
0: the, the story that like made me think of it all. Well, was, don't tell the
1: story. Go watch the video.
0: Oh, go watch the video. It was about ladybugs, but Peter wouldn't let me no. tell the story on no ladybugs. No one's looking up
1: ladybugs except for like one percent of some kind of entomology, or whatever it is that studies lady ladybugs.
0: I guess that's true. <laughs>
1: But apparently what people look up is la 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 na na na
0: <laughs> No, I think we're getting the English teacher traffic. Yeah. I mean, the the actual keywords are funny tales from an ESL classroom. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, oh, but the fun part of this video is so we went out in front of our apartment complex like we did very often last spring and summer because that was, as we've said.
1: We might bring that back as soon as it gets nice out again.
0: Yeah. A good place for traffic. It gives us a good background. It gives us good looky loos. This time we got a guy hanging out all through the shoot, and like he, he and his friend, right?
1: Well, he had a couple of friends. There's a, yeah. there's a street sweeper guy that kind of came in and another friend that wandered by and another one. Eventually, I think he started and then he gathered some other people together. So by the end, you've got like three guys standing right behind you Yeah, we're filming from two different angles. From your version, with some guys standing up behind you, like laughing at you. Yeah,
0: and they were very like, they were very into being.
1: They had nothing to do that part of it.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. so that was like kind of distracting and kind of fun.
1: It it makes for, I I think, part of the fun of going out. uh, It's a it's a fun safe place. I mean, everywhere's safe in Lujo pretty much, but safe in terms of like being comfortable. That it's right out front of our door. We know people that come in and out. The security guards say hi. So it's kind of your neighbors that are, yeah, like wandering back and like, oh, what's she up to today?
0: Well, because I think too, like we'd go out there to film, but other people do just like hang out. Hang out.
1: Some some people come out and they bring their goods, some fruits and. Things to sell yeah, in front of our yeah. door and other people stop and they hang out. And it's
0: very, it's street life.
1: Make some phone calls, smoke some cigarettes.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stay.
1: Kids play and run in circles. Yeah,
0: they're just they're just out of the house. It's um, a good heavy
1: traffic area for us to kind of sit down and do whatever we want and maybe make a little bit of show for yeah. some people enjoy. But
0: that guy was particularly He's memorable. a good time.
1: <laughs> So look for that.
0: Yeah, so look look for the guy. And look out for ladybugs. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to homeschool film school. So another pandora. Another panda rat. Look out! <laughs> um. So, this week on homeschool film school, um, Peter and I were having this discussion earlier in the week, and I thought it would be an interesting discussion for the podcast. Uh, just the idea of what do you do... At the end of the day, when you're wrapping up your artistic work for the day, and I guess um, any work, but what we talked we talked about the context of artistic work. And actually, I I first came up because I I'm working hardcore on the website this week, and I do have like a very particular wrap it up ritual. i firstly never leave a problem just dangling. I either have to. Fix it. Fix it would be the best choice. Yeah. Um, comment it out and, co- and, and and comment what I'm trying to do and what's not working so I have a place to pick up the next day. And then usually I'll make a, a checklist of, like, what still needs to be resolved. So I'll, I'll set myself up for the next day of, like, what's, what's still kind of, like, an open ticket, um... That needs to get done and it's really helpful for the next day getting back into work is like I can see Where I am and what what I could just get right back down to work instead of having if I don't do that I have to kind of like detective my way through The code and figure out like what was I trying to do here? Um, But then I figured I do kind of have a similar practice for when I'm writing like I'd never leave a thought unfinished so, but sometimes I will instead if it's like a too big too big of a thought I will leave myself not the completed thought but instructions for finishing the thought and like go through and just like make sure there's nothing um nothing unfinished nothing dangling it doesn't have to be done but it does have to be not actively a problem <laughs> yeah. And you said that you kind of have a similar way for,
1: yeah. Essentially, I mean, without getting too deep into whatever whatever your technique really, I think it's just probably a good a good precedent to send for it. whatever your work that you do is. Just don't don't leave dangling ends because then it just makes harder to get back to what you're doing. Yeah. For me, yeah. it's like I have like if I'm editing a bunch of footage, I've got like five film clips or something, and make sure that I have uploaded all of them, and at least if I start, maybe do color correction or something, mm-hmm. make sure I color correct all of them, then I know that they're all color corrected, I can walk away and then I can go back in and do whatever clipping or whatever it is, but right. just, just not walking away. It, it just helps for you to get away from a project and sit down without like, well, this is a project that I have to do for you know, I don't even know where I left off. I, maybe I won't do
0: it right now. Right. Because, which for me, working, I worked at the, a newspaper in New York, which we were a daily paper. So I would have, sometimes, occasionally I'd have long-term projects I was working on. But a lot of stuff I would be, like, turnover for the next day. So it wasn't like I had to get used to leaving myself. So those breadcrumbs breadcrumbs or... or or tidying up for myself later, because later me was going to start on something new. Plus I, you also
1: have editors and associate editors that oh, yeah, would yeah. wander by and go like, where is that?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think, so transitioning from s- sitting down and finishing something in one session to working on something over multiple sessions, I did kind of have to learn how to... Because um, the sewing up for the day isn't like a minute, it is like a good 15 minutes, I think, or, like, it's, it's real time, um, to leave yourself set up for the next day, because otherwise what I'd have to do is kind of, like, open everything back up and start from the beginning and, like, work through it, which is not a good use of your time, and then you end up rewriting this, or I end up rewriting the same thing over and over and over again, whereas, like, if I know this is done, I don't have to go back to it until, like, the second draft edit or the third draft edit.
1: Essentially, put a bookmark in it. Yeah. You you don't just pick up a book Yeah. and put it down whenever you're done reading and walk away and come back (laughs) and be like, where was I?
0: Yeah, and if you've, like, iterated through something ten times, you don't rewrite the first sentence ten times.
1: Mm, That's just a waste of time. Yeah.
0: Or you don't get anywhere. And what I found is when I don't do this, my brain doesn't say goodbye to the project Mm-hmm. Later in the day, so okay. I'll, I'll still keep work... like my subconscious is keep working on it, which is actually not great because I have like my other life to live. Well,
1: there's been more than a few nights that it kept you up all night long.
0: Yeah, like I thought of this because that happened the other night that I had I was trying to go to bed and then I had to just go get a notebook and write my thoughts down because uh-huh. I was I was worried that, that they wouldn't come back. And, I mean.
1: Or sleep would come. Yeah. One or the
0: other. Well, yeah. I was also worried that I wouldn't be able to fall asleep. But that's also I have lost thoughts that way, that like, oh I'll remember it in the morning. I won't I won't remember it in the morning. Which you kinda said you have a different experience that
1: Yeah, don't sleep.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> No, that you if you have an idea and you need that idea back
1: I th- it, that it, it comes it out. It depends on the kind of idea. Some some ideas are big enough where um, I'm not really dealing with details. I lose details really quickly. If I think of something funny, mm. and like oh well, I'd like to use that somewhere else. Like that's that's probably gone. I I don't backtrack well. But if it's a big project of like like you know, this video that I was working on last night, I wanted a French horn in it. Like I'm right. not gonna forget that a French horn. Right. Comes in <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Because that, that's, yeah, the big ideas are easier to hold on to, but the details, yeah, if I don't write them down right when I'm thinking of them, I lose them, and if I'm trying to go to sleep, that's like a, a battle. I'm like, do I lose these ideas or potentially not fall asleep? And writing them down kind of helps. <laughs> helps me wind down a uh, I think bit.
1: a lot of artists, uh, at least I know from, like, musicians that's pretty standard. I mean, it used to be notebooks and then yeah. tape recorders and yeah. now little dats that like you just have next to your bed that you just, and writers do it too, don't they? Like, yeah, oh yeah. You take it to the grocery store and what's that crazy guy doing? He's writing a book.
0: <laughs> I did that on the treadmill the other day. I had an idea and so I was like running and I had my phone for, I usually don't, but I did that day and so I like just turned on the voice recorder and I'm like talking to myself Mumbling to myself in English, which is weird enough already, um, on the treadmill. Um, But I was glad because then I took that, took that to the coffee shop. (laughs) Big bang boom. Um, But yeah, so I think a
1: lot of it—it really is um, just—and this is what helps from working at a newspaper in particular, but professionally, is just time management and organization. Yeah. The reason why. could put out at least one video every day for over a year is because we've figured out how to manage our time so that sometimes it gets hectic but for the most part like you know you know you've got it covered you're under control yeah if, if something slips one part you can put something else to to, to prop that up and yeah. keep going
0: well yeah i do i always have a notebook around or it's several i have several <laughs> notebooks that have many different purposes that only i know <laughs> Um, but the the particular problem is if I don't if I don't like do this ending ritual, then I'm not gonna fall asleep because I'll have I'll, my brain will think like oh we're still going like no we're not working on that problem right now.
1: Go to sleep. I think a lot of hard time if um, because that you still um the the vacation aside, you have to get up and go to work. And in particular, work with a bunch of yelling kids that are climbing all over you. Yeah. You need energy. Yeah. And I think a lot of artists that don't have a day job um, have the leeway of like when everyone's like, oh, because they're up all night and they're up until dawn and they're partying and everything. It's not usually that. It's that, boy, I'd like to go to bed now. Wait a minute. What if this part was yellow? And next thing you know,
0: (laughs) it's dawn
1: and you're covered in yellow. And you're like, well, I think I might pass out. Or I have passed out. Yeah,
0: which for writers that's not the stereotype. Mm. I feel like all the writers I read about, their practice is I get up at five thirty a.m. and then I write mm. ten pages and then I go about the rest of my day. Like it's
1: there might be a physical part of that with with something like painting or yeah. music or where you're playing an instrument where you just you can't walk away because you're like attached to something.
0: Right, and I mean like everybody. Even among writers, I'm sure there's variation, but there is the stereotype of the writer who gets up at like before dawn Mm. to write, and oftentimes that's because that's the only time they have.
1: Most artists are looking for quiet times, jobs. Yeah, (laughs) other jobs. Not
0: Um, easy being an artist. Yeah, I don't get up at five a.m. ever. (laughs) Um, But that it's interesting. There's, I mean, I think. Maybe we think of, like, Hemingway drinking and smoking and writing into the night.
1: Yeah, Bukowski's but... or whatever, like, falling down a stairwell with a pad right. in their hand.
0: <laughs> but I think most writers actually, um, don't do that.
1: Well, it's a lot of discipline. It's a lot of work.
0: Yeah. But that writing specifically is a morning thing. Where is it? Maybe. I don't know. Is writing a morning thing? Are there artistic practices? <laughs> Comment below. Yeah, tell us. Tell us. Yeah. Comment anything! <laughs> Tell us what you do. What are your habits? Um, this this is a good discussion. I want to hear what other people do. Um, but then, so let's... You want to watch it? Wrap it up with a watch it. Want
1: to watch it? Coming up. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it.
0: Watch it. Watch it. Alright, our watch it recommendation this week is a movie the Death of Stalin by Armando Iannucci, director. Perhaps writer as well. Oh, hmm.
1: um, well, he's the beep guy, right? Yeah,
0: Iannucci, he's British, and he did a lot of British kind of satire. Uh, the Thick of It and Brass I, I think, are his big shows there. And then he did In the Loop, which was like an a American political satire, and then he created Veep. On HBO, which is um, hilarious, super funny, um, and brutal, and brutal. Um, But so the death of Stalin is about, in fact, the death of Stalin. Even more brutal. And it's oh, it was hilarious and frightening and just really good. He's he's got. I mean, he's really well known for his foul mouthedness. I think it was more so on his British shows. The cursing was very creative.
1: Veep Be- was definitely.
0: Um, oh yeah, I guess the yeah, the language. That was is pretty hard powerful. at some points. Where you're just like,
1: <laughs> seriously, you can't say that. <laughs> you oh, can't well, say I guess. It's good. HBO, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this movie, I feel like typified the the other aspect I like about him is that he's always interested. In the danger of incompetence in power, and, pow- and and incompetent people who are scrambling to hold on to the power they have, and how that that is dangerous for society, um, all in a very tongue-in-cheek kind of death-black humor kind of way.
1: Definitely, it's very funny. Yeah, but um, the the the.
0: The it truths also, that
1: it's grounded in are, are absolutely yeah, terrifying. It, it
0: captures the terror of living under the Stalinist regime um, while presenting everybody involved as, as incompetent goofs.
1: Yeah, we're, we're, who,
0: who would be maybe lovable if they weren't <laughs> murdering and torturing people?
1: It, it doesn't matter the amount of uh, loyalty that you have to anybody. You, everyone's got to pull it to the back of their head yeah and finding the humor in that and then the death yeah <laughs> yeah, is this guy's particular talent
0: and I, I think he's he's so good at the relationships between these people who are all backstabbing each other but also trying to su- to appear to support each other which is also very very much on Veep what they're doing mm.
1: um it's politics all around yeah
0: um but it just is. Darkly, darkly, darkly funny.
1: I could imagine, like, people must be begging him to do a current state of um, American politics TV show or movie. Yeah. And it's probably just way too easy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that was a...
1: And starring Steve Buscemi.
0: Oh, yeah, it's Steve Buscemi as Khrushchev.
1: He <laughs> <It> was great. <laughs>
0: he was so good.
1: And who, Jeffrey Debr-
0: Tambor as... Oh, yeah. I forget his name, but one of the, an, an, another guy, <laughs> another <laughs> Russian guy.
1: <laughs> well, he was forgotten from, by the end of the story, wasn't he kind of like rubbed out of like, we don't talk oh, yeah, about he him might anymore, have, so. He,
0: he might have been effectively erased from history by Khrushchev on purpose. Um,
1: spoiler, <laughs> spoiler. History.
0: Yeah, if, if you know your history. And actually, I was I did some reading after the fact, and there's some not complaints, but just pointing out that like it's not a documentary of what happened. It's the, the, the 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 historical fact has been massaged to fit the artistic.
1: It's a comedic role.
0: yeah. Um,
1: but not so. Like
0: I don't, if you're a stickler for accuracy, <laughs> beware. <laughs> but yeah. Spoiler alert. um, Khrushchev comes to power after that. And then uh, Brezhnev
1: Hmm.
0: takes him out.
1: And it's a a beautiful film, too. It looks amazing. Oh, yeah.
0: It was gorgeous. And it was just a very funny cast. And I would say I enjoy Iannucci's point of view a lot while that Without that being, like, anything at all that I want for us in our work, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like laughing at that, or commiserating with that kind of cynicism, but it is also like... The, it's a
1: dark place to go.
0: Yeah. It's the, it's the polar opposite of what we're trying to achieve.
1: We, we have a hard time rolling ourselves around whatever small amount of political news that we ingest throughout the week just to yeah. maintain... Awareness on the planet And not You know Find ourselves in a weird place That is too dangerous Yeah that, that That's enough
0: Yeah And I especially have No public comment On it Except for Be nice Be nicer to each other Guys Jerks And And you know By be nice I mean Civil and humanistic rights For everybody <laughs> But L- Listen but,
1: Listen Just listen
0: Yeah just listen Stop, stop doing stuff Stop <laughs>
1: That's our, our <laughs> have
0: have less opinions. Um But I And more giraffes. More giraffes. But I do enjoy watching that kind of thing, so that was that was a good that was a good one. And we recommend it. Let's watch it. Yeah. But I think I'm running out of steam for this week. Well, at
1: fifty minutes.
0: That's a good long time. I hope you've enjoyed yourselves. I have enjoyed myself. Um, so on behalf of Peter and myself and the Uncle Says team. Half of me. (laughs) that's all the Uncle Says team. Um, thank you for watching. Subscribe to everything or anything you want. Um, there's no more news. Noodles to you. Goodbye.